Welcome to Creative Connections. Today, my guest is professional MMA fighter, Corey McKenna. Corey, how are you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, great. Thank you. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. And now, before we discuss you beating the crap out of people, um, I'd like to <laughs> talk about your art and how that started and, and yeah, what, what you get out of it. Um, yeah, it's like, it's kind of always been like a little hobby that I've done on the side. Um, you know, I just think I paint my first canvas at about like 12. Um, just kind of like something I do for fun, really. Uh, but yeah, I started getting a bit more of a positive response. So uh, I made like an Instagram page for it recently. And uh, yeah, people seem to be liking it. Yeah, it's good. And does that, do you feel that gives you a bit of space just to express yourself in a different way? Because it's so different to, to your career or fighting? Yeah, well, I spend a lot of like, well, pretty much all my time in the gym, um, you know, so it's it's nice to have like a little outlet outside of that or something to kind of, you know, relax with. Uh, I read a lot, like like I read a lot or, you know, I paint between sessions. Uh, it's just kind of something that I can fit in, in around the training, um, can take with me, you know, like a stick sketch pad in my, bu- uh, in my bag. Um, it's just, it's like, say, it's just something for what's got a bit of downtime to, to relax, take your mind off things. Uh, because otherwise I think I'd be thinking about MMA 24-7. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't have that same pressure. You can just kind of do it and, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so shifting to to martial arts, what was the actual first class that you ever took? Uh, so I started karate when I was, like, 10. Uh, that was just a bit of a hobby, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just, like, something, something to do. My dad was away with the army and my mum was, my mum was doing karate with my, like, younger brother. Um, and, like, I was just kind of doing doing a bit of everything so I went down to give that a go and uh yeah I I really enjoyed it so I did that for about a year year or two before starting like jiu-jitsu boxing muay thai um and then kind of just decided oh I'm competing everything individually I might as well give MMA a go and my dad found an MMA gym down the road and we went there and kind of never looked back really that's kind of how it started yeah cool did your parents ever voice any concern about you wanting to be a fighter? No, like I say, my, my dad was actually the one who had the idea. Like I was doing oh, everything right. anyway. He, was, uh, he found the gym. Uh, <laughs> my mum ended up coming with me. Like I went for a couple of weeks. I was like, oh, I really like this. So I dragged her along. Um, we ended up training together, fighting together. So uh, no, my parents are massively supportive and have been very uh, heavily involved pretty much from day one. So I'm, I'm very fortunate there for sure. Yeah, that's great. Um, so did you ever have, so you said you did some with your mum did you ever have to like spar with your mum or fight your mum oh like she was one of my main sparring partners for the entirety of my amateur MMA career um you know we were about the same size uh there's obviously not that many women about so yeah she was my main training partner for for quite a few years to be honest um yeah, awesome but in the gym she's she's not my mum she's just another training partner that was a that was a very strict rule we had to had to put down <laughs> yeah. who, who laid that down was it you or your mum I think it was pretty, a pretty mutual understanding, you know, uh, personal stuff stays outside of the gym. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's got no place in the gym. So, uh, yeah, in the, in the gym, she was just my training partner. Um, you know, like kept the business. Yeah. yeah, Cool. Uh, and so do you have any siblings? Like do they do martial arts as well? 
Yeah, I had a younger brother. I uh, had have a younger brother. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, he's still still with you. Still there. <laughs> he's still yeah. something to um, I mean, I mean, he he used to do uh, MMA and like jujitsu and everything. Uh, he he's quit that recently. Um, you know, he's kind of uh, following his own path, like kind of, you know, doing doing his own thing. But you know, he was really good. Uh, I used to. I used to coach him when I was coaching the kids class back home. Um, you know, he was European champ at jiu-jitsu and everything. So, you know, very, very talented, just uh, not something he's really into anymore. But um, mm. yeah, he's he's only like five years younger than me. So he's kind of off doing his own thing now. And yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. Is there a favorite uh, style of martial art for you? No, like I say, I obviously... Because um, you've done everything, like, the, yeah. Yeah, I started like the jiu-jitsu, the boxing and the Muay Thai and everything like all together, literally like within weeks of each other. So I've kind of trained every every aspect from from the beginning. So I've kind of got a good appreciation for for everyone. I, I really enjoy it all kind of equally. Um, you know, there's not really a style that I've ever really focused on predominantly. So, I, I, yeah, just, I like it all really. Yeah. And was there ever any other career path that you kind of considered for a bit or is it once you started training you're like yeah this is what I want to do yeah I mean like up until like about I think I think it was about 14 when I decided that MMA was kind of what I wanted to do what I wanted to focus on that was what was going to be I mean up until then I was I was a massive you know I was a massive geek at school I was really into science I wanted to be like scientist and all that like but once I hit about 14 I realized that uh MMA was what I was really passionate about and what I wanted to pursue. Yeah, cool. And now I've heard some nicknames floating around. I've heard Poppin, I've heard The Hobbit. How how did they come about? Yeah, so Hobbit was uh, my first fight name. Um, that was a bit of like homage to BKK, the gym that I started training at. Uh, they, they've called me The Hobbit since I was about 13, 14. Uh, it was said once as a joke before one of my Muay Thai fights as a kid and uh, – it just kind of stuck, obviously, being so, the shortest at the gym, always, uh, you know, it, it just fit. So, um, yeah, that's that's where The Hobbit came from. It was literally just one of the many uh, height jokes that were thrown yeah. around. Um, <laughs> you know, so that, that one ended up sticking for quite a few years. So I, I embraced that as my fight name, uh, you know, with uh, with Cage Warriors. And then uh, Uriah spent the last year trying to convince me to change my name to Poppins. Um once he got me the contenders fight, I said, okay, I was like, all right, we'll change it this is, as, a, as a thank you. I was like, here you go. I'll change my fight name. Um, so I let him rename me Poppins. He says it's uh he says it fits. He says I'm very proper and British, obviously. Uh, you know, I teach the kids classes and he gets very excited with all the, all the puns, you know, popping joints, popping girls in the face. Yeah, yeah. So he just thinks <laughs> it fits all, all round. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm Poppins now. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's catchier than The Hobbit and, you know, maybe not as derogatory. So um, that's good. Uh, just in terms of the overall uh, process of, you know, getting ready for a fight, you know, was it, was it, or is it difficult, um, especially when you're an amateur, to get your diet, your training, like everything kind of working well together? Um, well, so as an amateur, I was pretty much competing like, well, I've always been very disciplined to be fair. Like, I've always eaten clean. Uh, even whilst I was at school, I was doing like at least two sessions a day, like seven days a week. Um, so I've kind of just lived that lifestyle from the get go. But um, I, I left school after high school. So I finished my GCSEs. Um, you know, I got, I got good grades. And my parents were like, yeah, cool. Like you can do what you want sort of thing. 
Um, so I left school to train full time. I was nearly 16. Um, and I pretty much trained, like you say, three, four times a day, seven days a week since then. So it's not really uh, been a struggle for me. Like I say, I've been very fortunate to have all the support around me, have a great team, like supportive parents and have just kind of been able to embrace that lifestyle um, for the past six years. So, so you've got it been- down pat now. Yeah, it's pretty much like I say, like it's not, it's not really, I wouldn't consider it a struggle at all. And do you gravitate more toward training or fighting? Because I've heard some fighters don't really like fighting that much, but they love the training part of it. I don't know if that's the same for you. I love, like I say, I love all of it. Um, I've always kind of said like, like the fight is where you get to test yourself. Um, so like the fighters that just fight and then like, only train uh, leading up to the fight they they baffle me like I don't understand it you know the training is where we improve it's where we learn um you know so I'm I'm constantly on the mats as much as I can um like to the point there's been days where I've been I've been sent home so uh, <laughs> like I, I love I love training um but equally as much like I love obviously fighting like I love being able to go out there like test my skill see my improvements um because you don't get those looks in the gym like as much as we spar each week and everything like it's completely different when you go into a fight. Yeah. And so what does this uh, sort of a, a general day look like for you, like a training training week? Um, uh, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm training pretty much like uh, every day. Uh, I take a rest day on Sundays, which mm-hmm. like it's like active rest. So I'll still go for a run or like <laughs> get the bag a little bit. So you're not but, good at resting. Um, uh, Active rest. I, I I have this argument a lot with the uh, coaches, but yeah, like I'm getting better at it. But yeah, I'm in the gym every day. Uh, I tend to go to the gym like at least for the last camp. Like I was in the gym from eight thirty in the morning to about nine p.m. Uh, every day, just because wow. like by the time I got my privates and stuff in, I just end up chilling at the gym. Uh, literally just train, eat, train, <laughs> back yeah. and forth. So uh, yeah, I pretty much I pretty much just a bit of a gym hermit to be honest. Um, like you say, it's, it's kind of where all the painting and stuff comes in. Like I say, I take my stuff with me, I stick it in my bag. I'll do like half an hour between sessions and then just uh, pretty much just like I say, train, eat, like then go home and sleep and come back the next day. So that's pretty yeah. much my life. <laughs> how How is it sort of, you know, catching up with your mates and stuff like that? Is that hard to schedule in sometimes? Um, Most of my friends are kind of involved in the sport, especially when right. we're doing it for so long. Uh, you know, I've got a couple of really, really close friends. I don't really see them too often, but, you know, it's 2020. It's uh, social media it obviously makes things super convenient. So I'm, I'm always like keeping in touch with them. Um, but like the vast majority of my friends are obviously in the MMA community. So either I see them every day at the gym or, you know, they, they completely understand where I'm at and what I'm doing. So uh, I'm very fortunate there. Like I say I don't really have any any issues with that as, as such. Yeah, cool. And so, yeah, you're born in the UK. I'm sure everyone will gather that from uh, your lovely accent. Uh, you're now based in Sacramento. Did that move happen over time? Uh, yeah, so I've been coming out here for three months on, three months off pretty much for the last uh, three years at least. Um, and then kind of when contenders, I got like, off the last minute contenders call up in, so it was like four in August, it would be in the end of July um we kind of just made that quick decision like it was like oh, I've got the travel waiver obviously with COVID it was uh make things very difficult like traveling and stuff 
So, uh, yeah, we literally just, like, I got the contenders call, signed the contract, and then uh, spoke to my parents, and they were like, well, if you're going to go, go sort of thing. So I I, moved, I came out here to fight, and I just stayed out here because uh, with, the, with the visa and stuff, I'd just be sat at home with it running out because obviously I couldn't get out here otherwise because mm. uh, of COVID. So it just made use of the travel waiver, and I just kind of upped and left. Yeah, cool. And how's the move been for you? Yeah, it's great. Uh, like I say, I've been coming out here for quite a while now. I've kind of built up a good... Uh, a good bond with everyone on the team like get along really well with them uh, it's always kind of been like a second home to me uh, you know I'm always always excited to get back out here when I go home kind of uh, really really built up a good dynamic here so for me it's for me it was something that was always on my list of things I wanted to do so uh, yeah just uh, just it's always been one of my goals so it's, uh, it's been great for me to tick that off really. Is that something that's pretty necessary if you want to be a professional fighter that move? Um I don't think like it's it's like necessary as such like say there's loads of people that come out of small gyms um you know I got really far with where I was back home um but at the same time like there's a lot more accessibility out here um in terms of like like you know everything's under one roof that I need I've got all the training sessions all the coaches I've got the teammates like like you know and everyone here lives that professional athlete lifestyle I've not got to travel around finding people to to train with me in the day because like you know my teammates have work or whatever so it's like it is a lot more, there's a lot more like accessibility, but also, you know, like people, people make things work for themselves all the time. Um, so it's not like something you have to do, but it was definitely what was, uh, what was best for me, I think. And so, yeah, as we sort of mentioned a little bit, you've had, uh, you had seven amateur fights, you won all seven. Nice. Uh, you've had seven pro, you lost one. Your last fight against uh, Kay Hansen, which you won, was your UFC uh, debut. And mm-hmm. I know there weren't the the crowds there, you know, because of all the restrictions and everything. But was the lead up in the fight, did that feel any different being the UFC? Uh, not really. Like, obviously, I'd already done the contenders. We were in, like, the same hotel. We had, like, the same media people, um, you know, the same people giving us our kit. Like, the only difference was, like, I was obviously kitted out in Reebok and – you know, I had yeah. my I had my cool my cool fight kit, but other than that, it's the same venue, same hotel, same people. So it's kind of like I'd already been there, already done that. Um, obviously, doesn't change the moment at all. Like it was obviously a great moment for me, a great opportunity. Uh, you know, very very big big goal for me. So uh, yeah, it was obviously great, but there was no like different feeling to a regular fight day. Obviously, at the end of the day, we're gonna we're gonna get in the cage and get you know get in a fight with some other lady, yeah. whether. <laughs> Whether just it's the UFC clothes. or not, so uh, yeah, just in better clothes. <laughs> uh, and is it when you're like in that situation, when you're in the cage? I mean, does literally everything else in your life not exist? Yeah, when I'm in there, like the only thing that's like kind of on my mind is obviously the opponent in front of me and like my three corner team. Um, when I get in there, like I'm obviously super confident and uh, comfortable because you know my, my my team have put all the work into me, like you know. Uh, I trust my coaches wholeheartedly, so I know that they're gonna, you know, they're gonna help me and support me and every, everywhere I need during the fight. So, yeah, when I get in there, like my my only focus is that moment. Oh, there's nothing else really on my mind. And just in terms of preparation, is it? I, I imagine it's pretty specific, but is it very much are you just trying to watch as much of your opponent as you can in the preparation and and work off that? Um, I'll give them a watch, but to be honest, I don't really like to, I'm not one of those fighters that likes to break it down too much or obsess over it. Um, I'm very much uh, focused on me and kind of make sure I'm the best all round when I get in mm. there kind of person. 
obviously my coaches watch them. We look at it like stylistically, but I'm not one of those to obsess over, oh, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. Because at the end of the day, we're all training hard. Like, we're, you know, we're at that we're at the level where everyone's everyone's in the gym every day, everyone's working hard. So you don't really know what your opponent's going to come in there and do. Um, all you can look at really is the basics. You know, I'll look at it, I'll be like, oh, she's a striker, she's a grappler. Like, you know, but I'm not one of those to be like, this is exactly what she does and obsess over it. The end of the day, then I'm going to focus on her more and I'm going to focus on my improvements. Yeah, I imagine you just end up overthinking it. Yeah. Yeah. And are, uh, are most of the women that you're fighting a bit older than you? Like you're in your early 20s or is it is everyone pretty much the same age? Um, I mean, they're generally older than me, but I've never really given any regard to, to age. I've always said it's kind of, with this sport it's all about experience obviously I've been like I said I've been competing since I was since I was like 13 I've been you know I started fighting MMA at 15 I've I've actually been competing longer than most of these women so with this this sport it's very much about experience as opposed to age um I don't I don't really think it plays a factor um you know I was I was 16 fighting fighting women in their 30s like it it literally didn't it didn't ever cross my mind it's I don't think it's a factor that really plays a part at all and I guess, do you see that as at least you're set up to have a long career? Yeah, like I said, I want to, I want to fight for. I've got, well, I've got plenty of years ahead of me to fight. So um, yeah, like I say, it, it's, it's not really something that ever crosses my mind. I'm just, I just am where I am, uh, regardless of age. To be honest, obviously, like it's great, it's great that I'm, I've got obviously all these like these accolades, like people saying obviously youngest British girl and like first Welsh woman and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like my sole focus is just. Uh, getting these fights regularly and getting those wins. So, um, yeah, like the age thing doesn't, doesn't really bother me at all. And what's the process for actually scheduling a fight? Like, how does that come about? Do you ever say, is it very much your coaches? You just kind of, or you waiting to hear or. Uh, it's a, it's a lot to do. Like, obviously like my management will, uh, we'll get like, we'll contact Mick or whoever, like obviously when it was cage warriors, it was Graham or Ian Dean. Um, but like, so they'll talk to them. Uh, they'll get like they'll get the matchups. They'll get the, the names offered to them or whatever. Like discuss it with my coaches. Make sure that we think it's like a smart decision, good fight. Obviously, you know it's very important to not you know, not no one's padding their records around it. But you know they want to make sure they take the smart fights at the right time. And they build correctly because obviously don't want to don't like rush your career. You also don't yes, like yes. obviously run like obviously back it back in Europe. Like obviously you have the problem of like you don't want to run out of opponents. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, just make sure you're making the smart decisions. But I got a really good management manager, so I kind of just take his word for it on a lot of the stuff. Um, I've actually got so Jack Mason's my first ever coach. He's my he's like my manager, and then um, Uriah has just kind of come on board as like he's gonna like split the management with Jack. So they're working together, which is really nice for me. Like two of my two of my main coaches and corner team, they're like they're working together to manage me. So kind of whatever they say goes because I trust them so much. Yeah, great. So you just yeah, you just keep keep training and then make sure you're ready to kick ass. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was wondering what what are like what would be the worst thing about being a professional fighter? I know there's some great things, and we'll we'll touch on those in a, in a moment. But is there like a worst thing that you can think of, or is it all no, awesome? No, I yeah, I honestly like I genuinely like wake up grateful every day. Like I'm living. I'm living the literal dream, uh, you yeah. know, like the aches and the pains come with it for sure. But again, it's not, it's not a bad thing. I, I just, it's part of the part of the sport. Like I really don't think there's any negative stuff to, to the lifestyle I live. Um, you know, I hear people talk about sacrifices all the time and all this, but 
I honestly don't think don't think there's anything negative about about this lifestyle like say I think very fortunate to be where I am a lot of people would you know bite their arm off to be where I am so uh, I'm just very grateful to be honest and in your last fight against Kay Hansen you, you did get injured was there any moment in that fight where you thought I'd done something or is it just so much adrenaline going you just don't notice it oh I heard it uh yeah, yeah I, knew, right. I knew straight I knew straight away um <laughs> Like you know, pop. but yeah, uh, popping, it sucked, but I also, <laughs> yeah, not, not the popping I wanted to be doing, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it happens to the best of us in it. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get too upset. I'm glad I got the win. Obviously it uh, would have sucked the other way around, but yeah. I, I, yeah, I did it at the start of the third round. I just kind of like, oh, great. Like this sucks. Um, but I watched the fight back the other night, actually, and like my face is hilarious. Like you could definitely, you can definitely tell it up. But uh, yeah, like it sucks. I say I'm, I'm out of the gym at the moment. I was in the gym all of last week working around it. But then obviously had to have surgery on it on Tuesday, so uh, that set me out this week a little bit. But I can work around it. I just not having as much fun, not actually punching people yet. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, your arms still work. You could still, you could still punch people. Uh, we use a deceiving amount of legs yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> for, for striking. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm still doing my weights and my cardio and stuff. So you shouldn't set me back too much. I just try not to go too stir crazy. Mm. What's sort of the recovery time? Uh, so I've been telling everyone six weeks because I think I was being a little bit too ambitious. But I got off right. the phone with the doctor yesterday. He said uh, be about three, three months, four months maybe. Um, oh. Apparently I did a good job of it. So... Yeah, that sucks. But yeah, like I say, it's I've got plenty of time uh, to go make sure it heals up right, and uh, when I come back, just uh, you know, make sure I'm stronger than ever. Yeah, for sure. And so I guess you've got more time to do your art and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's not as fun when it's all I can do though. I've got too much energy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you get? Uh, do people sort of ask you to you know paint or draw for them something for them like commissions? Yeah, I've actually um, I've actually got a bit of a list of list of them now, so I'm. Uh, working my way through that um which is pretty cool like say like when I was younger I remember wanted to sell my art like uh took a few canvases to a car boot sale didn't, yeah. didn't sell anything <laughs> oh, no. uh but you know it's like it's, like, it's always nice like you say people appreciate it and like kind of you know want something of yours for their own um so yeah I've got I've had quite a few requests actually which is which is pretty cool for me yeah awesome and so just kind of as a way to close what You've, you said you like everything about fighting, but is there like a best thing about it? Something you really like about it? Like a highlight? Um, like the main, the main, like obviously I like every aspect. I mean, the main reason that kind of keeps me, keeps me intrigued and keeps me so passionate about it is just like there's constantly more to learn. Like I, I've always been, like say, like before MMA, I was very studious. I liked, you know, I like learning. I really enjoyed school and stuff. So for me, it's just like, it's, it's a different, it's a different, like, uh, side of that like I'm always learning new moves in jiu-jitsu you know new like footwork get corrected on stuff like I'm very I'm very competitive uh anyone that knows me knows that yeah. so it's it's kind of like it's just one of those things that you say like obviously I like every discipline I like, like every aspect of MMA but like the main thing that kind of like intrigues me about it is obviously like they say the constant growth constant learning and uh it's very obviously a lot of healthy competition in it mm. <laughs> was there a Sorry, just one more thing. Was there ever a moment when, or what was the moment when you actually felt comfortable fighting? Like, did you feel comfortable straight away? Because some people, I imagine, take a while to get used to it. 
it was kind of something that I took to uh, really quickly, which is very strange. Like I always, I always joke and say that I'm like naturally ungifted. Like, you know, I, I went through like a running phase. I could not run. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I went through a phase of wanting to do basketball. I just didn't grow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so like, but fighting was always something that kind of came naturally to it. I picked it up very quick, which obviously, especially when you're young, like that's, that's quite, quite a big thing. Like obviously if you're, if you're not good at something, you tend to fall out of it. Like I wasn't, mm. I'm not saying I was good from the off, but like, uh, you know, I, it was definitely something that I felt like I picked up quickly. I was like very, very intrigued by, like say, I think maybe like I say being so studious and like liking learning and stuff, but also the jujitsu and everything. Like, I was uh, always kind of studying and watching that. So I think it's just something that kind of uh, I, I took to naturally and then it kind of just grew from there. But I, I never really had anything against fighting. Like I say, I'm, I'm a very competitive person. So uh, it was kind of uh, kind of just something that I took to. Mm. And just my actual final question is, um, if do you have any advice for people that uh, want to start doing martial arts, you know, not professionally, but just want to get into it? Is there any tips that you would, you could offer? Um, I always just like, like, I don't know, it's really easy to say, just get stuck in, but like too many people overthink things these days. Mm. Um, like going back to the age thing, like say I was, I was 13 walking into a professional MMA gym and I didn't care. Like, so I think just people need to kind of like just get stuck in and give it a go. Cause like, I think if it's something you want to do, like, like just, just, yeah, just get stuck in. Like, unfortunately it's one of those things that like, the older you get, the longer you leave it, like the harder it's going to be. So just kind of like, I think if it's something you want to do, you should just definitely just jump in and give it a try. Like, you know, I think people get intimidated, but like, the MMA community is probably one of the most like, like friendly. If it, it sounds strange, but like I say, like, like every gym that I go to, like they, my teammates become like my family. So like, you know, it's it's not an intimidating environment at all. I think people kind of get a misconception of it. Um, so yeah, I just kind of encourage people to get down the local gym and give it a try because I think a lot of people tend to be surprised with the, how much they enjoy it. Yeah, brilliant. That is a perfect uh, note to end on. Corey McKenna, thank you so much for chatting and all the best with your recovery. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Creative, creative connections.